Welcome to the latest edition of Total Cricket Show. My name is Hamid and I am here with lots of news from the cricketing world. First up, we will talk about the World Cup T20 qualifiers and everything you need to know about these qualifiers. And then we will move on to the big test match that is happening between India versus South Africa. So, let's begin. So the qualifiers for the T20 World Cup are underway in United Arab Emirates. Lots of buzz around this event. So to give you a brief up, let's start about the from the beginning and let you all the details about this that matter. So this basically is the qualification World Cup for the next T20 World Cup which will be held next year in Australia. There are 14 teams participating in this qualification World Cup which are divided in two groups of 7 teams each. Five teams out of these 14 teams reached here courtesy of previous World Cup qualification. How did it happen? We'll explain in a bit. Um let's 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 explain it now itself. The last time when the T20 World Cup happened, there were a qualifier which were held and top 5 teams have automatically made it to this time around in the qualification round. The remaining teams had to go through their regional qualifiers to make it in these qualifiers. So, for example, Papua New Guinea earned their place here after becoming the East Pacific uh, regional champions. Similarly, here are how rest of the teams made it. Now, Namibia were the African regional champions. Singapore was the Asian regional champions. Then Kenya were the African regions runner-up. Uh, Bermuda was African regions American uh, region runners-up. Canada was the American regional champions. Jersey was the European regional champions. Nigeria was the third place African region. Um Nigeria was the most luckiest I would say since they are here only because Zimbabwe were disqualified after they were stripped of their membership recently. UAE have qualified for this directly as they are the host of the tournament. Um there are many teams here. No now let's talk about the format. Uh, initially all the seven teams will play against the rest of the group of the team in round robin fashion. At the end of the group phase, the top team from each group will progress directly to the semi-finals. Uh, thus, crucially, already assured of qualification for the T20 World Cup. There will be two groups: Group A, Group B. Whoever is at the top uh, at the end of the uh, group round, uh, they will be directly qualifying for the semi-finals of the qualification World Cup. The fifth. Sixth and seventh team from both the groups will be directly eliminated. So the fate, right now, we are at a stage wherein the fate of the four teams will be decided. Now, which we, which means we are left with three more teams to uh, talk about. Which is now remember the total number of spots that are for grab are six in the main World Cup uh, in the qualifying round in the main World Cup. So there will be a World Cup in uh, T20 World Cup in Australia. There will be a 
प्री वर्ल्ड कप स्टेज विच इज अ स्मॉल क्वालिफाइंग राउंड इन विच बांग्लादेश एंड श्रीलंका टू विल बी अ पार्ट ऑफ इट सो कमिंग बैक टू दिस क्वालिफिकेशन वर्ल्ड कप आउट ऑफ द सिक्स सिंस टू वी हैव ऑलरेडी सिलेक्टेड विच विल बी विच हैव रीच डाउन टू सेमीफाइनल स्टेज फॉर द थर्ड स्पॉट टीम टू फ्रॉम ग्रुप ए विल बैटल विथ टीम थ्री फ्रॉम ग्रुप बी एंड द विनर विल टेक द थर्ड स्पॉट while the fourth spot will be taken up by the winner of the match between the third place from group a and the second team placed in the group b huh. the loser of these two matches will play the fourth place team of the respective group to decide the final two teams who will be making through um yes so in total six teams a bit confusing though just to refresh the first uh, two teams to be qualifying will be the of course the table toppers of the respective groups then the second team which will be qualifying will be the winner of the second place team of group a versus the third place team of group b the third team which will be qualifying will be the second place team uh, will be the team which will be winning the match between the second place uh, team in the group b uh, to third place team in the group A and similarly then they will be fighting out the loser will be fighting out with the fourth team fourth place team in that respective group and the winner uh, the both the winners will be reaching to the qualifying uh, the main world cup basically so these are the six teams how they will be making it um the winners of the crossovers will also join the top two uh, top two teams uh, to play in the semis the loser of the semis will play for the third place so a lot is going on here icc probably has done this to avoid any dead rubber matches you know there's those un- interesting matches to increase the fans interest in the tournament with so many matches scheduled to take place the tournament will be done only in 16 days with with as many as four matches per day and you will be surprised that the world cup has gotten underway only recently and we are already on the 17th uh, match of the tournament so what how all it looks like i am recording this episode on 21st of october and as i am recording there are some live matches which are going on um so currently uh, the groups the the matches which have been done uh, are as follows i will give you some interesting matches which have happened singapore is looking pretty good for their team singapore has already beaten uh, scotland while uh, today they have also beaten uh, bermuda this was quite an interesting of a match then uh, we have also we we also have some other interesting teams which are ireland then netherlands the, which have directly qualified for this world cup basically right now in group a the top team is Papua New Guinea courtesy of their four points after playing three matches Netherlands is on second spot Scotland is on third spot in group B similarly the hosts UAE is on top spot courtesy of their net run rate after playing three matches and winning two of them Oman who are looking pretty good are on second position who have just played two matches and won both of them Canada has played just one match and they have won that match and because of that they are on third position Namibia 
is on the bottom position in group a while nigeria is in the bottom position in group b uh speaking frankly i think oman has a very good chance of qualifying while even um the the underdogs uh, will be i think the singapore team who has won both the matches and are currently placed fourth in the group a this is all i have right now we will i will keep you updated about this world cup some interesting matches out there so do keep in touch when i come back we will talk about india versus south africa don't go anywhere Hey I am here and let's talk about India versus South Africa's third test. Today was day 3 of this third test and by now the test match already looks like dead and the series anyway had been already won by India. And at the third uh, day three, day three of this third test South Africa India is just two wickets away from winning this test match. Let's talk about this test match in a whole since we did not get chance to talk about this and since this is the first very episode of this uh, podcast so we will do give a brief look about how things went around for India in this test match. First up India was batting first in this uh, test match and uh, Mayank Agarwal and Rohit Sharma came out to bat there. Uh, mind you Rohit Sharma and Mayank Agarwal have been in terrific form. Rohit Sharma almost uh, going out there to prove a point you know because abhi tak unhone jitne bhi test matches khele the he used to bat around fourth or five down but now that uh, he and then he was almost out for around one or two years from the test side abhi unhone challenge kiya he saw that opportunity uh, especially after shikhar dhawan going out of form in the test matches in overseas KL Rahul who was given ample opportunities but did not make much of uh, impact and didn't make much impact uh, to cement his position and th- that's why he was out and Rohit Sharma was taken in and throughout this is he has played perfectly terrifically and we know that once Rohit Sharma bats he bats long so Mayank Agarwal uh, had played a really good part in the first two test matches but unfortunately he missed out on this test match in the first innings he got out on 10 runs rohit sharma scored 212 runs a double century um, cheteshwar pujara looked a bit uh, not that great you know he is formed recently has been a bit questionable but he is one of those players who when he plays he looks like he was never out of form and we saw that in the last match but this match unfortunately was not his match virat kohli scored 12 ajinkya rahane stretched some very good partnership with rohit sharma and he scored 115 runs these days india is using ravindra jadeja as that pinch hitter who when they need to score at a bit higher pace but i was surprised to see that he played like a real test player in this match although i'm not saying that he is not he is a good test player and ravindra jadeja scored 51 runs of 119 deliveries with four boundaries 
Then Riddhiman Saha played his knock 24, Ashwin played his 14. What was interesting for me to see was Umesh Yadav's blitzkrieg. Umesh Yadav came out and he started hitting like he was seeing the ball like a football. 31 runs is what he scored in the 10 deliveries, hitting out 5 sixes. Um, Shabazz Nadeem was the debutant in this uh, test match. Uh, he has he is the uh, third spinner who has been taken uh, in this uh, India's bowling unit. In terms of bowling for South Africa in the first innings against India, uh, GF Lind was the only bowler along with Rabada who took uh, who took multiple wickets. Four wickets is what has been managed by Lind and Khagiso Rabada. He has been in terrific form throughout the series. The only bowler who has been creating some problems for India, he took three wickets. Piat and Notte were the two other bowlers who managed a wicket each. South Africa in response came out and batted really poorly wherein they lost the first 3 wickets at the score of 16. Then it was the turn of Zubair Hamza and then Bawuma for both these two batsmen gave some glimpse of hope for South Africa wherein Zubair Hamza scored his first 50 he went on to score 62 runs while then Bawuma scored 32 runs. But then once again the batting faltered and South Africa were bundled out in the middle of day 3 for 162 runs in terms of bowling for india in the first innings mohammad shami took two wickets he was brilliant umesh yadav too was terrific although he leaked out a four, far more runs than the rest of the bowlers he took three wickets shahbaz nadeem on his debut test match managed to take two wickets jadeja took two while ashwin did not take any of the wickets in the first innings South Africa uh, Virat Kohli forced a follow on on South Africa and when South Africa came to bat again they once again lost wickets in a flurry and before they saw they were already four down for 22 uh, the Dean Elgar retiring hurt was not a good news in already uh, depleted South African uh, batting they looked all over the places especially zubair hamza who much much was expected from him since he was the half centurion from the first innings he went out on duck the other uh, only players who played uh, really um, some 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 convincingly at least were the tail enders middle order lower middle order and tail enders the tunis de bruyne is on 30 runs not out while andrew notkai is not out on 5 South Africa is 132 for loss of 8 wickets with uh, only Lungi and Giri coming to remaining to bat. The bowlers who wrecked havoc were Mohammad Shami and Umesh Yadav. Mohammad Shami took 3 wickets in just 9 overs while Umesh Yadav took 2 wickets in the 9 overs that he bowled. Ravindra Jadeja and R Ashwin managed to take a wicket each. South Africa right now are 203 runs behind India's first inning score 497 just to rewind 497 was what India scored for 9 and they declared South Africa in response in the first inning scored 162 and now are 132 for 8 they obviously i don't think there is a way out in, uh, from here unless there is like a continuous rainfall in for the next 2 days and with current india's uh, climates Uh, current India's rainfall, you never know that just might happen, but that will be like just one percent chance. Chance otherwise, India are bound to victory in this Test match. So here is me, Hamid, signing off from today's ep- episode. 
if you want to follow us then do follow us on twitter facebook and then of course you can request some questions and everything that you would like to hear from me on this show um this is me signing hamish signing off from today's episode have a great cricketing day